I can't believe it. I'm actually doing it. This is my very first podcast, and I'm really nervous, but in following with the tradition of most first podcast episodes, I'm introducing myself and telling you a little bit about why I'm actually doing this, shedding a few tears along the way, because I'm not perfect, and my story is just as normal as everybody else's. So join me, grab your tissues, and let's get started. Hey there, beautiful. I'm so glad you stopped by. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of More Than Hope Podcast, where we will openly discuss how to find that wonderful, radiant, vivacious goddess that you once knew and bring her back to life. I'm Wendy, holistic nutritional consultant, and I know we're going to be best friends because I know that it takes more than just hope and the occasional carrot to reach your heart's desire. And I want to help by offering you real solutions because after all, you're a real woman dealing with real issues in the real world. Let's face it, life can be tough sometimes. Heck, our own inner voice can be our own worst enemy and it's hard to get out of our heads and see the reality of life. But when we have someone to turn to, someone to lean on, someone who has our backs and gets us, life can be a little easier. We smile more, we laugh more, we appreciate life more. I'm here to tell you that I am that someone. I'm on your side. And truth be known, I love you. So grab your carrot and let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome to the very first episode of the More Than Hope and Maybe a Carrot podcast. I'm pretty excited about this, although it's not really something that I was excited about in the past. It is something that's new to me. I, my really, really good friend and business buddy, Dana Irvine, who you're going to hear quite a bit on this podcast, kind of convinced me that this is something that I needed to do. It was kind of like the evolutionary twist that needed to come into my business. So here I am offering you guys an opportunity to get personal, close and personal with what I do, who I am, and all the wonderful things that I can offer you. So to begin, to be honest, I really don't know where to begin. <laughs> I have taken in and looked at many, many different podcasts trying to figure out what was the best way to do this for you guys. And more times than not, people start off with their own story get to know me kind of situation. So I thought that I guess you guys need to get to know me, or at least give you the opportunity to get to know me. To start though, I'm a bit of an introvert. So, you know, I, I don't really like talking about myself, especially to the world in large. I mean, give me a glass of wine and I'll sit down with my friends and I won't shut up and they'll be like, Wendy, really, come on. Can you just stop talking about yourself? <laughs> and here I am kind of struggling with talking about myself to you guys. I thought about reading my bio to you, but that was just a little bit too dry and clinical, I thought. So I thought, what am I going to talk about? I'm still kind of struggling with that. So I'm going to have to see where this ends up <laughs> when I finish. I guess really, because this is a health and holistic kind of 
podcast, I guess I can just basically tell you why I do what I do. To start at the beginning, I went into nursing when I was 17. That's when I graduated high school and I just went in the next year. It wasn't really something that I can say that I longed to do or was anticipating or hoping to get into my whole life. It was just something that when you finished high school that you had to pick something to go into and that's what I picked because my mom was a nurse. But as it turned out, it was more of a calling than I really first thought it would be. And I spent the next 30 years doing that specifically, nursing. I did geriatric nursing, so I did a lot of time in the nursing home situation, got a lot of experience there. I did uh, about 15 or so years in the community doing palliative care nursing, um, oncology nursing, Um, but I did, like I said, a lot of palliative care and oncology and uh, chronic care for children as well, too. So did a lot of time in the school system, going into the, you know, hanging out with the kids in the schools, and then finished my career off a few years back in the nursing home again. So I had, you know, come full circle with the whole situation. But when I actually retired after 30 years of nursing, it wasn't really something that was a good ending for me. About 10 years prior to that, I, or maybe even 15 years prior to that, I had really started diving into this whole nutrition thing, this whole holistic uh, health uh, situation. And really, it, it just, it fascinated me. It, it really, it, it spoke to my soul. It spoke to who and what I was and understanding that there was a, a real need for it in the community. I mean, more times than not, we see and have experienced and understand that the disease process can be prevented for the most part. Now, I am no way ditching uh, modern medical miracles because conventional medicine is far and beyond anything that humans have ever experienced and it is a miraculous thing but there are situations and times when there's a different approach should be taken and my guts always kind of told me that especially when I worked in the nursing home situation where I saw and it completely broke my heart that you know 95% of the ailments that were coming into the nursing home um, were and could have been preventable, prevented, you know, with just some simple lifestyle changes early on. Um, so when I was really starting to get into this whole holistic stuff, uh, I, I made the shift for myself and my family to begin with. First of all, my daughter, when she was 13, and she was an athlete, decided to become a vegan overnight. <laughs> and um, for whatever reason, uh, I think it was because she was hanging out with some really incredible people and they influenced her quite nicely <laughs> towards this. But as any good, you know, very overprotective mother, 
would be, um, because she was an, an, uh, an athlete as well, I, I just dove into the books. I dove into everything that I could find to make sure that she stayed healthy. I was, <laughs> my first instinct was where she's going to get her protein because um, she was doing biathlete biathlons at the time. So that's skiing and shooting um, within her uh, cadet training. And she was very, very good at it. And she thrived in that, in that situation. But at the same time, she was a, you know, five foot two baby girl who, you know, I needed to protect and make sure that she was getting the best that she could get have. So anyways, um, this was before the internet. Uh, this was before, well, not totally the internet, but it was, this was before Google searches and all these, <laughs> lots of information. So I, I basically lived at the library, taking out books, getting as much information as I could on everything that I could grab. And the more information that I learned, the more that I just, it fascinated me. It was, it, it just spoke to me. It just made so much total sense. And I just, I kept going, I kept going and researching and researching and going and going. And, and this was very much, you know, took a several, several years over the course of my, the beginning stages of this transition for me. So eventually, I mean, my daughter was perfectly fine. She was getting enough protein. But I just came to a point where I was like, well, maybe I should be shifting my own way of eating. Maybe I'll be shifting my own way of doing things. And really, instead of putting my focus on somebody else, which was my kids, I would be, I started turning that focus on to myself. And I became a vegetarian as a result. Started really, um, looking at ways to holistically help myself um, and, you know, help with uh, disease prevention. This kind of stayed that way for a while. And, you know, I still continued my research until I eventually I came to a point where I said, I might as well do this, you know, get an official certificate because I've been doing so many, so much research already. I might as well just continue. So I went ahead and um, got certified as a registered um, uh, nutritional consultant. Um, but that still, still wasn't enough. I didn't go into it to start a business. I didn't go into it with, you know, high hopes of becoming a, a podcaster eventually in 2020. I didn't go into it thinking that this is where I'm going to make my millions and whatever, but it just felt right. It always just felt like something I needed to do. Um, so fast forward to quite a few years later, because I had gotten quite a few different certificates as a result of uh, all my research ended up becoming registered orthomolecular health practitioner. Um, I uh, studied in live blood analysis because that's my scientific brain um, uh, and really focusing in on how to offer these services to people. But it was still only kind of on a part-time basis. Uh, it was something that I wasn't really focused in on um, becoming a real thing, I guess. But the universe had a different plan for me. I knew that at a certain point, I was coming up to my 30-year mark of nursing. And in the back of my head, I always kind of thought that it would be kind of cool to 
say I was retiring at that point, but I never really made any kind of rash decisions. I never made any kind of concrete plans. So just to back up even a little bit more, uh, working in the nursing home setting over the past uh, eight years, I believe I was in there, I had and have noticed that my tolerance or my ability to absorb other people's issues had lessened. Now, I don't want you to take the wrong perspective on what I'm trying to say here. For anybody that is in the healthcare field, you may understand, or any kind of service industry for that matter. Sometimes people can be not the kindest, especially if they feel that they have been wronged or they're feeling guilty or they're feeling something along that lines. And when you put elderly parents into a nursing home, a lot of people tend to feel guilt. And what do they do with that guilt? Well, they take it out on the staff. So after 29, 30 years of being the the sounding board or the, the scapegoat or the <laughs> whipping post of everybody else's guilt and anger and frustration and upset and everything else, it became too much for me. And I had to retire after having a severe episode of, basically, I had a, a breakdown and uh, found myself uh, in a puddle in the bathroom floor and was not able to return. Call it PTSD, call it whatever you want, (laughs) Um, but is something that uh, I have not been able to actually return to the scene of the crime since. But because of that episode, I have shifted my entire person, my entire being, into the holistic health field, because this is kind of where I was going to begin with. And it just made perfect sense. I had to go through some therapy and some healing because of the trauma that I was experiencing in the healthcare field. But I think at the same time, it was also something that wasn't residing quite well in my gut. It didn't feel right anymore that I was handing out handfuls upon handfuls of medicine and pharmaceuticals to our elders. It didn't make sense to me that the type of food that was being served in, in the cafeteria of the, or the dining room of the nursing home was oh, low-grade. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but it was just, just everything about it just really resided in a bad place for me. So like I said, the universe works in mysterious ways and it forced me to actually become a full-time holistic nutritional consultant, orthomolecular practitioner, life blood analysis, holistic health practitioner. And it's been amazing. It's been an amazing journey all the way through this. I offer hope to people. I offer an opportunity to see their health from a different perspective. Not that the holistic way of doing, not that the the conventional way of doing things is bad by any means, but there's got to be an integration. And I understand, and I think you do too, that 
the food that you put in your body is going to actually affect you. The thoughts that go on in your body are actually going to affect you. It has to be so many different alternatives and uh, avenues into who you are as a person. It's not just you have a headache, you take a pill. It is not just you can't sleep, you take a pill, or you have a a cranky afternoon, so you take a pill. There's so much more to the holistic health perspective that it has to be all-encompassing. And this is where my heart and my soul comes from. So, you know, fast forward to what's going on with me today. Well, like I said, starting up a podcast, I offer hope and I work really closely with people that especially women who are really kind of frustrated and tired of their current health conditions. And I give them an alternative. What does that alternative usually start with? Well, wait, usually. So I dove into that and I really studied hard about figuring out how and what was the best way for people to lose weight. Because to me, this is the bottom and the root cause of everything else. So if we're able to fix our weight, well, then there would be so many different avenues opening up. You would have decreased uh, chances of heart disease, decreased chances of cancer, decreased chances of diabetes, uh, decreased inflammation in the body. I can go on and on. There's so many different aspects that can come as a result of losing weight other than feeling fabulous. But it doesn't have to be just about weight. And like I said, as everything evolves, even my own practice, I am seeing that it goes far beyond just the number on the scale. It goes far beyond the food that you put in your mouth. And then sitting around and just hoping that things are going to change. And this is why I came up with the name of this program, More Than Hope and a Carrot, because it takes more than just hoping that things are going to change. It takes more than hoping that you're not going to get cancer or diabetes or heart disease. It takes more than just hoping that your pants are going to fit you. It takes more than just eating one healthy meal a day or throwing a carrot down your throat every once in a while. It takes more than that. It takes shifting your whole perspective and seeing the whole world as a different entity. It comes down to what is it that you really want? There's so much information out there nowadays, and it's hard to figure out what you want. But I know that you just want to be healthy. I know that you just want to be happy. I know that it's hard work, though. And that's why I do what I do, because I want to be, I want to provide you with the tools that you can need to get to where you need to be, to make the right choices for yourself, to to live your best lives. And like I said, it's not always easy. And I get it. There's a lot of underlying issues as a result of social media. There's a lot of underlying issues as a result of how we grow up, where we grow up, how our body came into this world. We can carry stuff over from our parents, our genetic makeup. These are all things that make up who you are. It's not just going on a keto diet. It's not just taking a supplement. It's not just going to bed early at night. It has to be the whole thing. And that's why 
I love doing what I'm doing because I give people the opportunity to see the big picture, but also bringing it very specifically down to the minute individual. It's the big picture, but it's also just you because you're different. You're bioidentically different from every other human being on this planet. Even if you're a twin, you are still different. You have different thoughts. You have different perspectives. You have different history. You have different genes. You have different likes and dislikes. You have everything about you is different. And it's my job to be able to help you figure out what is the best thing for you. Now, throughout this podcast, I have kind of put into place the fact that I, I'm going to be talking about this and talking about that and, and you know, a lot of different subjects. But it's your job to actually implement it. It's your job to take the bits and pieces, the nuggets of information, the little gold thoughts and, and implement them into your life and what really works best for you. Start listening to your body, understanding and feeling what is right for you. I didn't do that for myself in the past. Even though I started this journey when my, my baby was 20, well, she was, what, 13 at the time, and she's almost 30 now, I didn't listen. I didn't listen to the cues and everything else. And it caused me to have a moment, <laughs> a moment that was, you know, forever imprinted into my, my psyche that I can't get past. You know, it's, it's there. But if I would have listened to the signs, I wouldn't have gotten to that spot. I would have probably, I don't know what I would have done. I can't say that for sure. But it's, it's a matter about listening and understanding what, what the world is trying to tell you, what your body's trying to tell you. I mean, for a year before I had that little episode, I had weekly headaches, weekly I thought it was blood pressure issues. I thought it was stress. I thought it was this. I thought it was that. And I mean, they came and went. But as soon as I quit and I wasn't able to go back, as soon as I really severed the ties with my nursing career, the headache stopped. Simple as that. That was, that was my body telling me, you've had enough, Wendy. You really, really have had enough. So where does that leave us now? Well, it leaves us with where we are. I have done and been a caregiver my whole life, but I have shifted that now and really put the focus on myself first and understand that as a caregiver, like many of you and most women in general, we, we tend to take and care for everybody else around us and not ourselves. And this is something that we have to shift and really bring our focus back to ourselves and understand that that old adage of putting the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help others is more than just a cliche or a cool saying to put on Facebook. It's real. It's about as real as you get. And if you can't look after yourself and put yourself first, then I'm here to kick your butt a little bit, to remind you that you are important. We're going to discuss many, many different things from sleep to supplements to sauerkraut <laughs> to how you feel in your body, what's going on in the bedroom, how you relate with your kids, how to bake a lasagna, 
<laughs> all these wonderful things. I don't know, there's a thousand different things that make up who you are. And perhaps we're going to touch on all those different subjects. But I just want you to know that I love what I do. And this is my passion. And I'm not perfect. And I'm still a work in progress. I'm still struggling with my weight. I'm still struggling with my self-worth. I'm still struggling with my cravings. But I think it's just a matter of really focusing in on what's important to you and what's important for your life. Taking responsibility for our own health instead of pushing and projecting it onto somebody else. I can't be responsible for you any more than you can be responsible for me. And I can't blame the healthcare system, social media, my parents, my husband, my kids, <laughs> although I wish I could sometimes. I have nobody to blame but myself. And when we start really shifting that focus and understanding that we are responsible for everything that we do, it makes a bit of a difference when we look at what we put in our mouth, how we live our lives, what we say, what we think. It's nobody's, nobody's responsibility but our own. And I think if there's any message out there that I want to purvey to you on this inaugural episode is that you have to be you. You are responsible for you. And it takes more than hope and the occasional carrot to get to where you need to be. And we're going to dive into that. We're going to explore that. And I'm going to give you as much as you need to be the best that you can. Oh, my beautiful friend, how are you doing? Was that episode helpful, inspiring, empowering for your journey? I'd love to know what you thought. You can head over to iTunes, the More Than Hope podcast, and subscribe and give me a review because this is going to help me to tailor these episodes to what you need most. Like I said, I'm here to help. In the meantime, you can find me on social media at Nutritional Solutions by Wendy on Instagram and Wendy Humphreys Nutritional Solutions on Facebook. The best place to find me is at my website though, www.whnutritionalsolutions.com. Every month I have a theme where I give away downloadables and other great free stuff. This is happening all the time because that's what I like to do. Also, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter and other great opportunities because if you like my podcast, you're going to love all the crazy offers I have too. Until then, know that you embody everything that is good in this world. Love yourself deeply and the world of possibilities will open up to you. I promise. Big love always, Wendy. Wendy.